Welcome to the Wrestling Family Talk Show. I'm Ron, and I'm with... Ashley. Ryder. Bryce. All right, we got the whole family here for a little special edition. What we're going to be doing today is a good idea or bad idea game. I have a list of ideas. I'm going to say them, and your response is going to tell me if it's a good idea or a bad idea. Now, if it's a good idea, I want you to say, yeah, yeah. So go ahead and try it. If it's a good idea, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, if it's a bad idea, I want you to say, oh, no. Go ahead. It's a bad idea. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Sounds fun, right? Okay. Yep. Let's get right to it. Well, these ideas are going to be about AEW superstars. These are ideas that I do not think AEW is going to do. It's just ideas I thought of that would be what I thought was fun. So I'm going to pass it along to the family here and see what their thoughts are. First superstar with an idea, The Blade. Lately, The Blade has been on a losing streak. He lost to Christian in the last episode of Dynamite. And he's kind of been lost in the shuffle in Matt Hardy's group. So what I'm thinking is The Blade should be kind of like a hired hitman, meaning people go to Matt Hardy, wrestlers go to Matt Hardy when they need another opponent to be taken out. So they hire the blade. We got a yeah, yeah from Bryce. How about you, Ryder? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Ashley? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. So we could see the blade being the hitman for the Matt Hardy faction. Up next, the butcher. He so happens to be injured right now, but he's usually the Blades tag team partner. I'm thinking that they should both be singles, single competitors right now, because again, they're both kind of lost in the shuffle, the Matt Hardy group. But with the Butcher, I think he should do his interviews or his promos from a meat freezer. I believe on one of their matches they had where it's Chris Jericho in the inner circle versus MJF in the pinnacle. During the match, at one point, they went into a, a meat freezer. So what I'm thinking is that the butcher does all his interviews, all his promos from the meat freezer. It's almost like when mankind was in the boiler room, you could always find the butcher in the meat freezer. Another added part to his character would be kind of like the Undertaker. Remember how the Undertaker, when he started out, he would bring the body bag to the ring? He'd defeat somebody and put them in a body bag? What if... The butcher brought some sort of meat wrapping, some sort of sheet or something that's covered up, that they cover up uh, the meats in the, uh, in the freezers. Now, I got this idea while I was watching Rocky II. It was during the part where he wasn't going to be able to fight again. He had to get some odd jobs. There he was work, working at a meat factory. He would wrap that meat up with the plastic, slap it, move along the line. And I thought to myself, the butcher... How about after he defeats his opponents, because he is a butcher, he wraps them up in that meat sheet. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Yeah, yeah. We got a yeah, yeah from Ashley. Yeah, yeah. A yeah, yeah from Ryder. Yeah, yeah. And a yeah, yeah from Bryce. Awesome. Now, a side note on this. The AEW has a video game coming out soon. I'm thinking, not only does the butcher have his area, but you have private party. They have their party area. You have the Dark Order have their lair. You have the Elite have their office. You have Matt Hardy have an office. And so forth and so on. 
where, you know, it doesn't have to happen in every episode because obviously every building's not going to have a particular area for all of them. But if they did segments every once in a while where they go to the back and you kind of imagine a layout of the back area, wouldn't that be perfect for the back area of a video game where you recognize that area? Maybe you're fighting in the back and you go to the meat area, the meat locker, whatever you want to call it. And there's the butcher. He's always in that area. Or you're fighting in the private party party section or whatever yeah. it may be. I thought that would be a nice add-on for that video game. But also for the show itself. Number three. This one I think Ryder's going to enjoy. I'm a big believer. I, I think I know why Jake the Snake is a good guy right now. He had that, that great documentary on him on that dark side of the ring. But I see Jake the Snake as a bad guy. I he, think he, he plays it well. I think he's better as a bad guy. And with that, I think Lance Archer is better as a bad guy. Yeah, I do think that's a... So my idea, this could be one funny segment, or it could turn into something. I don't know. But we'll see. What if you book a match? Lance Archer versus Luther. As Lance Archer is making his way out, you notice he has Jake the Snake's snake, his green snake bag. It seems kind of heavy. Looks like there's a real snake in there. Sets it down at ringside like Jake the Snake did. Finishes the match very quickly. During the match, they zoom in on the bag. It's moving, so you know something's alive in there. He grabs the bag after he defeats Luther. He goes to drape the snake on Luther. And what, what's in the bag? Serpentico. Oh, that's awesome. He drapes Serpentico on Luther because Serpentico is a snake. And the way they've been playing him with Luther of being just this rag doll, this, this, this person that he just throws around and beats, I thought it would just be perfect. And you know how Lance Archer beats up people before the match? I, I think it just would be a funny segment. It may turn into, you know, it could turn into where they join Jake the Snake in that, but I thought it would just be so funny. And it was just wrapped all into one. So is this a good idea or a bad idea, guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ryder with a yeah, yeah. Bryce? Yeah, yeah. A yeah, yeah from Bryce. All right. So I'm doing good so far. All right. Number four. Both of their children are teamed up. So I thought that would could kind of bring a different look to that tag team, a different thought of a storyline where they could be at odds with each other, but somehow come together because of their children being teamed up. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, from Bryce, my first, oh, no. I think he's just wanting to be different. Going to try to hurt my feelings, huh, Bryce? No, I, no, I, I just don't <laughs> think it's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Just being honest. True right? honesty. There it is. Hitting, hitting daddy where it hurts, right in the heart. Now, Tessa Blanchard obviously hasn't signed with AEW. There's always rumors that she will sign. But in this case, we're acting like she did. Now, number five. This one, I think, is going to be special. I, I think I'm going to predict all three yeah yes on this one. Special Halloween edition of AEW. Kingston's dressed as Patrick. They start talking. People are cheering him. All of a sudden, Matt Hardy comes out dressed as Mr. Krabs. He tells them, you're stealing all me money. 
once they know it, the blade and the bunny come out. The blade as Squidward. The bunny as Sandy. Once they know it, they're walking towards the ring. Kingston and Moxley look around. And there's the rest of the hardy faction, all dressed as fish, ready to attack them. Everybody hits the ring. Moxley and Kingston start beating them down one by one as Matt Hardy stands there as Mr. Krabs, angry. Then, from behind, Marco Stunt, dressed as Plankton, sneaks up behind Mr. Krabs and steals the Krabby Patty formula. Good idea, bad idea. Oh, no. An on off from Ashley. Oh, no. Oh, no, from Ryder. I thought I was getting a... Um... Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? That's the greatest idea. I thought I was going to get three. I, I, yeah, yes. I like Matt Hardy normal. I don't you, like him dressed as Oh, you don't like him as Mr. Krabs? No, because, <laughs> um, because the wrestlers are not like the cartoon characters from Nickelodeon. Oh, right. Uh, that's a good That's a good explanation. Okay, I'll take, I'll take the oh, no. Yeah, well, I'm hurt. All right, number six. Let's say Ric Flair joins AEW. Where, what do you do with Ric Flair? What's, what's he really good at right now? Talking. Let's bring back some form of the Flair for the gold. Have a long history. They acknowledge it. They have a nice talk. talk speaking about Darby Allen. Then all of a sudden, a group of individuals walk out. I'm talking about the wingmen. You have Ryan Namath who's actually Dolph Ziggler's brother. He comes out in a Ric Flair robe. J.D. Drake, he's dressed as best as he can as Arn Anderson. Pretty P Peter Avalon. Tully Blanchard has a robe. Maybe borrows one of Tully Blanchard's TV titles, holding it as only Tully Blanchard could to the side, cupping his hand under the title. And Cesar Bononi with a wig on. It's Barry Windham. <laughs> to the shock and dismay of Ric Flair, Sting, and Darby Allen. They then start to cut a promo on Ric Flair until Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and Barry Windham making a surprise appearance show up and pretty much chase them off. Not only would that be funny, but it would also speculate the rumors because Barry Windham is Bray Wyatt's uncle. And at this time, any type of reference, whether it be a person showing up, something said in a promo, it's going to make the speculation run wild. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. And a, oh, no. We got one oh, no from Bryce. What, Bryce? You're crazy. He doesn't like it. That's all right. That's all right. Um, What's your reasoning? What, what would Ric Flair talk about Darby Allen? He doesn't know about anything about him. Yeah, he would be finding it out. But you're right. He doesn't know. So he maybe he would be talking to Sting about him. Yeah. Like, who is this guy? That's a good point. Number seven, Christian. On the promo on the last AEW, he mentioned that he was elite. Was that a shot at the elite? Or was that foreshadowing? Was that foreshadowing? Maybe. Him, the Jurassic Express, they have a six-man tag against Kenny Omega, Gallows, and Anderson. During the match, Christian 
turns on the Jurassic Express, joins the elite. The next week, they have a promo. Kenny Omega talks about how he needed to add somebody that was elite to this group. But there's not many spots on the elite. They got to trim it down. All of a sudden, Christian hits Carl Anderson with the unprettier, drops him, ends up replacing him in the elite. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. All right, we got two oh, no's, so we like Christian as a good guy. We're liking Christian as a good guy. Okay, Bryce likes him as a bad guy. Number eight, Daniel Bryan. This one's short and sweet, right to the point. How's he going to debut? Who's he going to face? I'm looking at Miro. I'm looking at the TNT title. I'm looking at an open challenge from Miro. And who answers it? None other than Daniel Bryan. Good idea, bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, three, yeah, yes. Number nine, CM Punk. What's he going to do? How about he shows up? Everybody wants him to face Kenny Omega. He comes out. He talks to the elite, trying to set up that match with Kenny Omega. But what's the one thing AEW says? You can't just show up and get a title shot. How's he going to earn that title shot? Fighting one member of the elite, you're right. And which member would that be? How about somebody that he has history with? Luke Gallows. He's always been a fan of Luke Gallows. This would earn Luke Gallows a big spot. It would put the TV ratings up for that episode of CM Punk having his first match back against one of his good buddies from the past, Luke Gallows. If he wins the match, he gets Kenny Omega at the pay-per-view. You get good ratings on that show. It's his first match. And then Kenny Omega versus CM Punk, no matter when they do it, and if Luke Gallows wins, um, they take CM Punk for the Elite. Okay, so you're saying if Luke Gallows wins, CM Punk then belongs to the Elite. That could be a good idea, too. But CM Punk versus Kenny Omega, no matter when you do that match, is going to sell out. Yeah. So is this a good idea or a bad idea of him fighting Luke Gallows before Kenny Omega? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah, yeahs. And now a surprise. A surprise idea. Now, Ashley had brought up earlier today, we were thinking, how can we improve our little show we have? She's thinking, what if we got on camera? I'm a little camera shy. I, I'm not really digging it, but I gave her a proposal. There I was after she said it. I'm sitting there in my, in my room. I'm trying to listen to some music, get my thoughts. I put on three doors down. Kryptonite. Listen to the song, watch the video many times. Then all of a sudden, at the 246 mark, I see it. And now I'm going to show you, Ashley, as they look up at the TV. If you look at me, the way the guy in the silver paint looks at the lead singer of Three Doors Down, if you look at me that way as I talk and I speak as if I'm saying something very important, I will then consider putting us on camera. Take a look at them, kids. You think mommy would look at daddy that way? Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Oh, no. I think it's a great, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to, yeah. you're actually yeah. going to do that. Because the way Why he not? looks at that, that guy there, I mean, that's pure love right there that you well, see. Well, I think I already look at you crazy love anyway. 
Yeah, but do you have silver paint on your face and are you shaking your head side to side? Well, I can. So if you want to do yourselves a favor, look up the Three Doors Down Kryptonite video around the 246 mark. That's the one I'm talking about. I'm showing it to her right now. She may think I'm crazy. And I'll leave you this with this, Ashley. I know you're sitting there, you're thinking, you're thinking it's about me. How can someone that looks so good be so bad? Now, <laughs> I always say that to her. I, I don't know if I can find it anymore, but you would not believe which wrestler said that. In Georgia Championship Wrestling, around, I, I'm guessing, 1983, 84, somewhere around there. Jake the Snake Roberts, believe it or not, he was part of the Legion of Doom with the Road Warriors. He's got them right with him. They're standing there doing a promo, and Jake the Snake Roberts says that, and I thought to myself, that is, that is awesome. How can someone that looks so good be so bad? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Wrestling Family Talk Show. I hope you join us again for next time. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. If you would like to join in the game, comment below on which ideas you liked or disliked, and feel free to share any of your ideas.